Good evening, good day. Hola, como esta en Kanishiwa. This is the Backport Sports Podcast with your boy Fonz. Come on. Man, what's going on, man? Not much, not much. You know, excited to be on the porch one more game. Yeah, you know, I got some watermelon out there. I got some uh, yeah. some uh, Capri Suns over there if you're thirsty, you know. Uh-huh. Well, appreciate it. Got some hot dog hamburgers. Oh, yeah, we about, to, we about to cut up. We about to cut it up on the, on the back porch. So, everybody, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all to our, you know, our new subscribers. We got a couple of more subscribers on YouTube. Y'all go ahead and hit that button. Um, a lot of people are listening, especially the last week's show. Last week's show was kind of straight from the heart. And y'all doing good, man. Y'all doing good. So we appreciate you guys, man. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some news because we got a lot to cover, right? All right, so game two of the NBA Finals was the other night, and the Warriors blew out the Celtics by a score of 107 to 88. Um, it was a 35 to 14 third quarter advantage. Mm-hmm. So here's my thing. I'm, I'm thinking about solidifying my stance, but you know, game three is in Boston, you know. You know, that's that's like the most traditional hard place to play in the NBA Finals. You can ask Kobe Bryant and them boys about that, RIP. But um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a trend with the Celtics. They, even in this playoff year, they pretty much been, you know, the third quarter won't they friend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that one, but maybe, you know, they can do it. And, you know, in the next part of that story is that the Warriors kind of took it away using old pick and roll. <laughs> yeah, it's part of their defense. It's, it's a part of their offense. Um, 428 remaining in the third quarter. The Warriors held a six-point lead. When the quarter ended eight possessions later, they led by 20 three points seven possessions produced points like i said like you said that's the big biggest part of their offense is the pick and roll mm-hmm. okay you can't, you can't stop that you ain't gonna win no you ain't and, gonna win. Um, tonight is going to be game three mm-hmm. i feel like this is going to be a great game uh big shout out to curry uh statistically boston celtics have a better defense on pep, on paper, mm-hmm. and Warriors is second in defense, right? Uh, right underneath them. Nobody really talks about the Warriors defense, mm-hmm. uh, but I want to give a big shout out to my boy Curry. Number one, he played a great game on both sides of the ball. Right, the man got four people guarding him mm. at a time sometimes, and he's still getting thirty four points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he played magnificent defense. Uh, which isn't expected from most point guards. Um, but he's playing good defense. And I'm excited to see how this game going to play out in game three. Um, it's been a good series. Um, I thought they was, I thought it was going to be a quick one, but it looks like we're in for the long run on this oh, series. Yeah. Yeah, we in for yeah, the, I think it might even go trip. to a game seven, the way I'm feeling. But um, it, it depends on what happens in Boston. If right. the Warriors can 
make that trip across country and you know what I'm saying, do that thing in Boston, then we're going to see what's going to go down. Well, I feel like if, if, if they steal this game right here away in Boston, and then the next game is going to be in Golden State, mm-hmm. I feel like Boston in trouble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They steal this <laughs> game they tonight. they steal the game tonight <laughs> and they go, what, because they play tonight and then they play again Friday in mm-hmm. Golden, at Golden State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boston, oh, yeah. you might want to start scratching your head a little bit. About yeah. about, you know, you're in the danger. I'm not saying it's over. Just saying you're in the danger zone. You need to get out well, of that zone. It's like well, a checkmate in chess. You know, when you get checked, you know, that means you need to move your king. It's about to go down. <laughs> yeah, and the next okay. checkmate. Yeah, boy, you don't want to get that checkmate. No, like they, like you said, if, they, if the Warriors steal this game, Boston better get some baked beans. Right. And some clam chowder and sit back and chill because it ain't gonna happen for them. Okay, so let's let's switch gears for a second. Um I have trouble talking about this gentleman, but I'ma have to put it out there. So a 24th lawsuit filed against Brown's quarterback, Deshaun Watson, alleges a graphic encounter. Uh-huh. Now, I could go into details what was said, but you know, everybody knows how to use Google. I implore you to do it. And if you don't want no parts of it, I understand. But the way it was described, put it like this. Um, I'd be shocked if Deshaun Watson plays this year or next year or the year after that. Because like we said last week, it's looking too funny. I mean, but it is what it is. He messed mm-hmm. up, and, I, and my heart goes out to these victims. Um, I mean, that's the best I can say. All right. And if if anywhere he he's found guilty, like the Browns really screwed themselves up <laughs> for the yeah, long time. They kind of did. They kind of yeah. did. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, they kind of did. They put themselves in a situation that they don't really know too much about. Uh, yep, they don't know. But. Uh, I mean, hopefully they can get to the bottom of it before September gets here. Yeah. Um, yeah. If not, maybe it's there to come out and watch uh, before we get too deep in the season. Um, mm-hmm. The Browns don't seem like they, they they want to make sure that this case goes where they where it's looking like it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know whether the judge going to serving some years or what whether he's gonna be guilty or not but uh until then um sean watson their quarterback so <laughs> i mean i mean that i don't know because they they probably looking at baker mayfield like hey big head mm, nah i don't need to look over there i don't look over there now you want me now you want to talk to me they they in a good they in a solid position with Deshaun watson I can't. Yeah, they had a solid position, but with Deshaun Watson. But the question is, is Deshaun Watson in a solid position with himself? Did then then Baker Mayfield went out of Cleveland? I think with that one, it was on both sides. Like they wanted to get rid of him because they got they traded for Deshaun Watson and they gave up a lot of capital for Deshaun Watson. Um, I think it was more or less they were shopping him. Cleveland doing Cleveland things. Yeah, that's cool. Um, next story. So this came out a, couple, a little bit after the Super Bowl with Aaron Donald. He said basically 
he was cool, meaning that he he could retire. Well, no, the <laughs> the Rams made him the highest non-quarterback in the league. So we have more years with Aaron Donald. Thankfully, we don't have to face him this year, but it is what it is. I feel bad, of, feel bad for the NFC. Was the NFC West? I feel bad for NFC them. West. Yeah, I feel bad for them. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he, he's he's well worth the money. Don't get me wrong. Aaron yeah. Donald is well worth the the money, and uh, I was thinking that he was. He was so excited about the ring, and uh, it wasn't for him and Cup. They the one that yeah. played yeah. their role on both sides of the ball to get the ring, and uh, I mean, he could have retired. Um, yeah, and would have still been in the good stance. I mean, he's like, I don't even know how many defensive player of the years he didn't got. I would <laughs> say he got two, like, at least, like, <laughs> I was gonna say at least three, right? Yeah, because he beat out um, your boy, uh, TJ White. Yeah, that was based off of everybody. They people sleep on TJ, but it's all right, they don't yeah. play him enough to really know too much about him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, um. Hey, it is what it is. I mean, you know, the Rams, he's kind of, Aaron Donald is the franchise. I mean, he is that franchise player over there on the defensive side of the ball. Right. So I'm not really surprised that they paid him that money. And like I said, I mean, you get all your money's worth out of him. Oh, yes. I mean, he's not an injury-prone player. Um, He's an impact. I mean, he's versatile. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything that you want out of a defensive player that plays on that line. Right. Everything that you need. So, right. um, good job to the Rams for keeping that defense, but trying to keep it solid. <laughs> they kept it intact. I got to get Keep it intact. Um, so, hey, another year of, of good Rams defense to see what mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, hats off to them, man. All right, so we got two more stories and we'll move to the topic. Um, as, you, as y'all probably already know, the Denver Broncos was purchased for $4.65 billion by the heir to Walmart. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so they're going to be known as the great value donkeys. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great value donkeys. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. What I saw, that's the first thing that came to my head. But, um... Well, I mean... you know, the Walmart had... <laughs> been having their hands dipped in in the NFL. They started off with the 4K uh, cameras out there on the field um, mm-hmm. that was sponsored by Walmart and everything. So, I mean, Walmart got that type of money to really do that. They're a multi-billion dollar company, just like the NFL. So, yes. um, If not, it probably rivals the NFL so, in regards to money. Right. So, um, I, I, you know, that's that's something Walmart would do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> no other store would do that. Now, no. I never thought I would see a store, you know, do something like that with a franchise. But Walmart will just keep their money, keep going in the pan in the post pandemic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, folks still. You I do, mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. I mean, you know, I mean, they make a dollar every second. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Like, yeah, oh. so that's interesting. All right, so great value donkeys. Good great God. value donkeys. So, uh. <laughs> So we had a discussion this morning on the at the party. If you're not in the at the party, go ahead and get over here. So it's it's it's, it's sports related, but not sports related. I felt like we should address it here. So 
Ryan Clark says Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. To see, I ain't gonna tell y'all some of the responses that went on in that thread, but I'm gonna put it like this, and I hope y'all listen. I said what I said. <laughs> Michael Jackson was that dude. I mean, there's if you look at Chris Brown, Usher to a certain degree, a couple other people, they patterned themselves after Michael Jackson. And then, now granted, they took what he did as far as the dancer and entertainer. They took what he did and they got the longevity. They doing what they do. No shade to those brothers. But to say the man is more talented. I, I mean that that's quite a bit. Now that's, that's a stretch. If if if, 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 if they would have said maybe more versatile, because Chris Brown does do break dance, he does do backflips yeah. and things of that nature, uh, which makes him different from Mike. But yeah. Mike, come on. <laughs> if he would have said man, Bobby I, Brown, I'd have been like, all right. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Brown, I mean, that's a no-brainer. But <laughs> Chris be good. Brown cool. being more talented than Michael is very you it's hard to say a person is more talented than someone when I mean don't get me wrong they have different dance styles yeah. Mike was more of the pop type of guy I don't get ready to say that I mean but I mean but he killed it though don't get me wrong like you can't nobody pop like Mike <laughs> I mean, really, and then he like, came up with a disco era, like yeah. So I mean, I, he he was more of a pop dancer, yeah. but he was so smooth with it, man. Like <laughs> he was smooth with it. Did, did you now, not Chris, see the smooth criminal video? Chris, Chris Brown does a lot of other things. Yeah. That I mean, I I like both of the guys. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> I like both of them. Mike is just legendary. I'm sorry. One, yes. he, he's just iconic. I mean, yes. he's, the man he's, did concerts yeah. in Germany. He did concerts in Brazil. Like he did I said, everywhere. The man went to Africa. Everybody <laughs> in the world, everybody in the world don't know Chris Brown. I'm going to tell you right, right now. Everybody in the world did not know Chris Brown. <laughs> Boy, you could, I, I you can go get some flack for this one. I, 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 man, I can, I can go anywhere in this world and not even know how to speak English. I can just show a picture of Michael Jackson. <laughs> Facts. Everybody know Michael Jackson. Everybody. I, get, I guarantee you, somebody in Beijing over. <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> this man got international music yes. awards. Yeah. Uh, so to say that he's more talented, no. Now he may be. He, he may have more versatility in dancing, which mm -hmm. I get. It. We never seen Michael Jackson do any type of break dance, and I, I, I mean, but you have to realize, just because you didn't see him do it, don't mean he can't do it. Because when, when you have a when you have a freak of nature like that, that that can dance like Mike, don't. The, the dance moves that he had or that he did that we saw was for stage purposes. <laughs> I, it was for <laughs> That's stage That's what it is. It was for the stage. Purposes. It went yeah. with his songs. It, all, the, all, his music, all his dance moves went to his songs. But don't try to say... You, if you just let him freestyle, man! Yo, yo I, oh. I, I, I tell you what. Go... And, and it only shows like a clip, but 
go to his 30th anniversary, and this one was Michael Jackson like 50, but he was still mm-hmm. smooth with it. They played Billie Jean, and mm. they, they they ran it back a few times or whatever. He started from the top, but at the end, he just freestyle. Man, get nasty, man. Man, I tell you what, I'm gonna tell you the impact, and I, and I, and I know it's comparing apples to oranges, but I'm gonna tell you the impact. Go back on YouTube. I think it was the American Music Awards, either 1992 or 1993. Michael Jackson performed Remember the Time in a chair. If Chris Brown can perform one of his hit songs or his current song while sitting in a chair and get the response. He'll never and, be able to get a response. And, and then I will say it. One thing Michael Jackson has over Chris Brown is that Mike left you wanting more. You ain't want to leave. <laughs> I told y'all he had grown men falling out and crying. <laughs> oh, Mike. Who the Michael? I'm trying to tell you. Uh, I mean, the closest artist that I can say that has or had the impact that Michael Jackson had, and this has nothing to do with his music or anything. This is more about the type of uh, concert that he had is uh, Travis Scott. Remember that mosh pit went yeah. down and all yeah. those people got killed and people was tromping over each other? Mm-hmm. That's exactly how Michael Jackson's concerts was. Just like that. Exactly mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. Nobody got killed. No. Nobody got just hurt. passed out. But there was definitely people getting stomped on, possibly passing out. I mean, they was dropping like, man, yo, Michael yeah. Jackson... Michael, this is Mike. This is Mike. This is Mike. And, and you can't say, and, and we can put this in so many relatable terms. I mean, we didn't have the discussion about Kobe and Michael. I mean, and Michael Jordan. Um, anytime I feel like, and this kind of decredits a person, you can't say you're better than someone when you, <laughs> they're your role model. You you thirst after to be like them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, James Brown influenced Michael Jackson. But Michael Jackson, yes, and that's did. like James Brown. It's like, it's <laughs> like, but you gotta think about the time period. James Brown is like the 60s. Right. Yeah, and that's And so time. his his dad's stuff was different. You're right. But see, Mike took some Beats. of James. Yeah. And then he took some from dude from Shalomar. I forget his name. A lot of people don't know about that. That's where he got the moonwalk from. And he flipped it and made it his own. Right. And then as you notice, if you notice, look at look at Thriller. Look at the whole video, especially the dance breakdown. And then look at the remember the time <laughs> dance breakdown. You can see that Mike, his dance style kind of changed. Right. And even yeah. look at the video what he did with Janet. I think the song is named Scream. Scream. Yeah. Look at the dance style. It changed when the 90s came, Mike changed. Mm-hmm. Now, versatility, it's like one A and one B. Where Chris Brown can sing, he can rap and freestyle and all that stuff. I mean, he came from Tappahannock, Virginia. You're supposed to do that out there. But think about career versus career, hit versus hit. Can't stick with him. <laughs> Can't stick with Mike. And see, the thing, <laughs> the thing about Mike is that he didn't have to freestyle. He didn't have to no. do a whole lot of versatility. He stood there. His 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 dance moves, his his uh uh 
his steps to the song was good enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he can do the same thing over and over again, and you never got tired of it because I mean, it's just legendary, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Chris Brown. You, you're not as legendary as Michael Jackson quite yet. I will give you that you're one of the best R&B singers out right now. You probably, you probably the king R&B right now in our generation. Yeah, uh, yeah I get that. Um, you know, you, you you're still young and you're still learning, but don't forget, don't 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 forget where you come from, bud. Right, right, don't right. Forget right, who right. you be watching mm-hmm. and, and and who you idol, because the idol to him. And Boy, then Ryan Clark Jackson right now. And then Ryan, Ryan Clark always got something dumb to say. So I don't know why everybody agree on Ryan Clark. That's your boy. That's, your boy. that's what I'm saying. You know, they always got something to say. He he. He pooped on the team and took it to the Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, so mm. how can you even trust that? No, don't get me wrong. Ryan Clark was a great safety, but um, yeah, man. I mean, that's, I mean, what he got? He, he on no music, man. He he learned, if if that be the case, if that be the case, then Ryan Clark learned everything he know from Sean Taylor because it was on the same team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you know, saying. Uh, but that, I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's. I mean, it is a pretty good argument. But don't I, y'all kind of passed through Usher too. Like, don't forget about us. Yeah, y'all just dookie on Usher. If I'm not mistaken, it was Mike, it was Usher, and then it was Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, no, no. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. I can take it back even further because we, we 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 touched on this brother, but outside of the other stuff, dude had a legendary career. It was Michael Jackson. It was Bobby Brown. Then it was Usher. Then it was Chris Brown. You're right. Because then you had Amarion and them in the yeah, middle and, yeah, and all the rest yeah. of them. Yeah. See, if y'all watch the Bobby, the Bobby Brown documentary, right, there's a scene where Usher get up there and pretty much says that Bobby Brown was his idol. Mm-hmm. So we got to we got to let we got to at some point we gotta give Bobby Brown his flowers. But don't <laughs> don't you dare. I don't care who he was. <laughs> <laughs> More talented than who? Not Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. Not I, I, I can't. Ain't nobody more talented than Michael Jackson. I don't care what you can do. I don't care whether you walk on water. <laughs> you ain't more talented than Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, man, Michael Jackson, man. That's that's just enough said. I mean, yeah. his name was just enough. Yeah. You know, it, it's almost like it's Jesus Dennis him. Oh you know? Lord, hammer! I ain't, ain't gonna say all that. Uh, I'm I'll sorry, y'all. Know. We need a little. Like, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I put him second. You know, yeah, I first. Yeah, I'm right. not right. recognize Jesus first. You know it's, what I'm saying? But <laughs> only thing I'm saying is, you know, Michael Jackson paved the way for yeah. you guys. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And and he's still paving the way. His music is still being played today, even in death. Uh, he's worth millions of dollars. In his tune, um, <laughs> I mean, Michael Jackson <laughs> is sick, yo. The guy is sick. He can play. He can sing in all eight octaves. Even the eight. How many octaves is it? It's uh, I think it's three. Because you can't go. If you go up to eight, you you pretty much supersonic no, okay. at that point. Well, okay, it's three octaves though. But I believe he can sing in. All twelve keys. Oh yeah, I believe. I so. believe. I believe he can sing all twelve keys, even baritone. People yeah. don't even know that his voice, his natural voice, was deeper than his singing voice. <laughs> like his singing voice was falsetto. 
Like, <laughs> and he mastered that. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Michael Jackson, all around as a performer, I'm, Chris Brown can't handle Mike, yo. I'm sorry. You you give, if you pick two, you stop where Chris Brown at right now, I believe we're in probably his late 30s. Yeah, somewhere in there. You give my you put Michael Jackson in front of him in his late thirties and see who win that. Could God Almighty, <laughs> <laughs> you demand that. Uh, if my you memory serves correct, Mike's late thirties. Uh, that was what the nineties. No, that was the eighties. So that was right around off the wall thriller. Yeah, All that, that right best, man. Man, jump up on stage, didn't even move for 10 minutes. He moved one Jerry Carroll. Ah! So I fall out. What a mess. <laughs> move one dog on Jerry Carroll, man. All right. All right. So let's, let's go ahead and jump on the topic real quickly. So I put a question in the after party. And the question was, who do you think are five contenders and five pretenders? For the upcoming season in the National Football League. Yeah, I said that wrong. I did it on purpose. National. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and get mine first. All right, so for my contenders, I have the Rams, I have the Chiefs, I have the Ravens, if healthy, I have the Buccaneers, and I reluctantly have the Bengals. As far as pretenders, I have the Titans, I have the Cowboys. And I have the Steelers only because we don't know what that offense is going to look like yet. The 49ers, because I don't believe in them. And this is a shocker, but I have the Broncos as a pretender. Not a Russell Wilson fan. Okay. All right. So basically, my contenders are typically the usual suspects outside of the Bengals, because the Bengals surprised everybody last year. Everybody. Um, My pretenders... I think the biggest shocker, I ain't gonna say shocker, but I think it's the usual suspects outside of Pittsburgh. We like I said, we still don't know what that offense is gonna look like with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, even if you give the rook a chance, like we don't know what it's gonna look like. The defense is gonna be pretty decent, but that defense is getting old. A little bit longer tooth. So, you know, have at it, my man. Well, my contenders is the Ravens, the Bills, uh, the Rams, the Bucks, and uh, I wanted to say the 49ers, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Mm. Those are my contenders. My pretenders. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on. Not to mention the Steelers. I'm sorry, contenders. Oh, and I'll give you a reason why at the end. My right. pretenders is uh, the Cowgirls. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Some guys look at my throat. You, know, you, good? you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, believe that name, what? The Cowboys? Something like that. Something like that. Some yeah, team Fallen, fallen Stars, something like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny stuff for you to see. Cowboys, Colts, the Packers, mm. and the Cleveland Browns. 
Well, that was obvious. But I like that though. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell y'all why, and I, I really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of asleep on my boys. Yeah. Uh, well, let me give you a little history back sports fans and listeners. Mm-hmm. Right. But the Steelers haven't had one losing season in almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. By my man Mike T. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, and I feel like this holds the most weight. We managed to be contenders throughout the whole entire season to about the last few weeks when Big Ben got injured with an elbow injury with Mason Rudolph. Not just Mason, we had Duck. Hodges, we oh, rotated. You, oh, you talking about 2019? Okay, I yeah. think you're talking about last year. I'm about to say, no. Jacksonville? <laughs> no, um, but we literally rotated two trash quarterbacks throughout the whole entire season. Mm-hmm. And we managed to still be at least in the hunt until, like, believe that last week or whatever threw us off. Yeah, y'all had to come to Baltimore. I, I feel like the Steelers, not not just because they they're my team or whatever, my boys ain't let me down yet. Yeah. Our defense may be long in the tooth, but I feel like that's where our game comes from, and that's that's what how we're going to be a contender in the league is with this defense that we have. Our defense can definitely keep us within six to seven games. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, if we can at least pit. 24 points on the board. <laughs> Possibly. You need the offense to do that now. But we have it. We have it. The only thing that's missing is you just don't know what you're getting from the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. But if my man Mike Tomlin <laughs> can rotate mm-hmm. Duck Hodges mm-hmm. and Mason Rudolph and still manage to be 8-8, eight eight, <laughs> uh, Mitch Trubisky <laughs> is an experienced quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I even put the rookie out there. Mike Tomlin can coach kindergartens yeah, <laughs> to yeah. win football games. Yeah. I mean, but I, I just have I have more faith in my coach. Yeah, that he's going to be able to contend in this division. Now I don't know whether we're going to come within the top two. I feel I feel like we're coming third because Baltimore is coming back healthy with with extremely scary defense. And uh, hopefully they can stay healthy, but I'm pretty sure they will. Um, outside of that, I mean, you got Cleveland, you got Cincinnati. Those two guys, they're beatable. Don't get me wrong. Now they whooped oh, our yes. butts. They whooped, they whooped our butts. Don't get me wrong. But even with Ben being on a decline, I mean, and this is one of the worst seasons that he ever played, probably in, in his in his career, mm-hmm. as far as. His the way he played, his play style declined. The man couldn't move anymore. Mm-hmm. He still went to the playoffs. Got beat by the Chiefs horribly. <laughs> but my whole point is, we managed to be contenders with, see. with with either declining players or players that went to a one A school in high school. Like he didn't just go to the playoffs. 
they opened the door for him and let him in. They said, here I mean, you go, yeah, Mr. Roethlisberger. Well, that's, that's what happened when you got class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you get, get your valet to open your door for you when you need to get out the car. Man, what in there, boy? But y'all went in there. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't sleep on my boys. I, I don't gonna, sleep on my boys. I'm not the, sleep. The, the, the schedule that we have is not even... I mean, we play the NFC South. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not sleep. We're not sleeping on Pittsburgh. We finally see it for what it is. Since, well, I'm gonna give y'all some history. I'm gonna give you a little quick history. So, I've seen the time when Pittsburgh had the best team in the NFL. To your credit, Tomlin has never finished below eight and eight. Never. But, never he had, but, but he hasn't won a playoff game in almost ten years. That's fine. But either way, if you make it to the playoff, what are you? You're a contender. You are a playoff team. You're a contender. <laughs> you are a playoff championship. team. If you I feel like contenders for the for that championship, you know, they do what they gotta do to get over the hump. And the reason why I have to put the Steelers as a pretender right now is for the simple fact. What you they can have it handed to them and still fold to the Jaguars. I feel like if they could have lost against Cincinnati that time if it won't for them. If, they if, if we're pretenders, then we're slightly a pretender. But I feel like oh, once, yeah, we, once, once everybody see what these quarterbacks is, even I'm interested in seeing how everybody plays at this quarterback position. Mm-hmm. We didn't revise the offensive line. We have a somewhat decent running back. Right. I, I, I like Najee Harris. Uh-oh. Part of me don't like Najee Harris, but. Okay, for the time being, he's much better than what James Conner was. I mean, I guess James Conner just need needed change because he went to Arizona and balled. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand that, but mm-hmm. um, how to yeah. But <laughs> I mean, we have the receivers. We mm-hmm. have the. We, I mean, Deontay Johnson showed that he can finally catch the ball after dropping fourteen balls previous year. Uh, Chase Claypool is a beast. Yeah. I mean, we got the fastest receiver in the draft running the 4-3. Yeah. We got a we got a pretty decent defense that's going to mm-hmm. keep us within games. We, we done fixed up our linebacker core. I mean, I... I, 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 I Here's the question. Here's the question. Do you feel that Mike Tomlin can build this team and it can be a Super Bowl team? No, I don't think we'll be a Super Bowl team this year. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm not. Let's see. I gave you. I gave you I in the future. Oh, in the future. Maybe about in the next six or seven years. Do you think six or seven? First of all, he's probably not even. I don't think. I don't know whether. I don't know about that's. That's a little long. Now, if you would have said <laughs> next two or three years, <laughs> that'd be different. I don't know what oh, the team's man. gonna look like in the next six or seven years. But see uh, now, every, everybody knows, and it's and it's wide, it's a wide opinion that the last Super Bowl Pittsburgh won was with Bill Cowers players. That's what everybody's saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, can't yeah. That. I mean, but th- th- this this is my. I mean, I respect Tomlin. I think he's one of the smarter coaches in the NFL. Sometimes you don't act like it, but, some, but he's one of the most intelligent coaches in the NFL. My problem with him is. This man had the Maserati when it came down to a team. You had AB, you had Le'Veon Bell, you had- We ain't had, we ain't had the defense that we had though, I don't believe. 
Yeah, but but I mean, you y'all are hanging that's seventy points a week. <laughs> y'all, what y'all had? I think it was like the Defense. number two, the number two seed in the AFC that year. We're supposed to be number one, but we ain't gonna talk about that either. They, they yeah. cheated us out the number one because we played the Patriots, and 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 we're supposed to be number one. They everybody know. I feel like it'd have been scary to play the playoffs in Heinz Field, but that's just me. No, it, 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 I mean the playoffs did go off in Heinz Field. Not at the number two field. It did, not the, at the, the number two the, seat. The, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's oh, a, that's a different year. What year was that? 20... Want, okay, so 2014, y'all was a wild card team, and we finally got over the hump versus y'all. Great job, Ravens. And then I think the next year y'all went 13 and like 24. That was like 2015, 2016 because so y'all, y'all had like a 13 and 3 season in there. When we played, yeah, when we played the, the Jaguars, we still had um, Martavis Bryant. And Martavis yeah. Bryant was drafted around that time, 2015, 2017. It was between 2015 and 2017. I'm right. that. Well, so, somewhere in that time frame. And it was like, like you said, you y'all, y'all had it. That was like the best window ever to win at least one Super Bowl. The defense was scary though, and and not to mention that Ben did throw five picks against that team that same Good defense <laughs> in that regular season game. So um, yes, uh, their defense was extremely scary. Oh, that was and legit that year. They, they just... took they, the thing about Pittsburgh that most people don't probably know or see is that my team really don't do well at um, playing from behind, especially mm-hmm. with a, with an old Asian quarterback and, and, mm-hmm. and Ben, mm-hmm. which my boys now retired. But we don't really do well playing from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that whole playoff game with the Jaguars started off wrong. First off, they took, if I'm not mistaken, the first possession, they ran the ball and took off major time in the first quarter and get the ball back to like the second quarter. They scored in our end zone with um, Leonard Fournette when he was over there. And, I mean, it's the same thing that happened against the Browns um, year before last. I think it was before 2019. Last. Y'all went 11-0? Yeah. We went 11-0. And, and then lost the next that, five. That, that, that was the most... That was the, that was that was the most that was the best eleven weeks to ever live as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. The junk I was talking, man, what? I thought we had it. But um, even with that game, it was a, a momentum shift from the beginning. That's not really an excuse, but first game it was a uh, basically a fumble for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and then Ben making no worse by throwing the pick, and then it was fourteen zip. Mm-hmm. And then I believe we went four and out, and then they scored again, and it was 21 zip. But at the time you blink your eyes, you were down by four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> so in that regard, it's, it's like regular season wise, y'all scary. Regular season wise, y'all scary. I just don't think people are taking us seriously. And I'm going to really enjoy this season because I know, be I, I really know what my boys got in store for y'all. Trust me, mm-hmm. we work. I watch every day. We in training camp day two right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. And we 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 we, we working. We working. Yeah, I working feel like on. our schedule is, is is definitely winnable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we play the NFC South. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's over there? A uh, bunch of high school teams. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! You know, Saints ain't the same. Falcons is trash. Carolina is trash. Um, I mean, who are we playing in the NFC South? 
<laughs> the Buccaneers, you know, Tom Brady. Oh, 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 oh. That, that dude. That's, that, that's, the, that's the only. That's the only thing. We only played him one time. So that dude three, that, that's, that uh, that's has your number. Yeah, you almost made me say something on this normal microphone. But, but anyway, that's that's three out of four wins that I'm predicting already. I mean, um, it has to be seen though, man. You know, I, you know, but that's just my opinion. I feel like we we contenders year in and year out for the last almost twenty years. We've been contenders, whether we True. make it to the AFC Conference Championship or not. We are in the dance when well, yeah, everybody yeah, else is at home. Know. You be in the dance, but then your dance don't be long. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, sometimes, you know, at the wet, you get the first dance, and that's See, it. You get the first dance, you know, the, the, the music going off, but then you want to slow drag. You yeah, can't do it. Yeah, well, hey. I'll tell you one thing. Oh, well, oh, that's another pretender. Chiefs pretenders. Ooh, wait a minute. You said the Chiefs are pretenders? Yep. Chiefs are pretenders. Mm. Chiefs are pretenders. They made the dumbest decision they ever made in their entire franchise history by letting Tyreek Hill go and and no, sign that, Juju Smith shoes. That was the dumbest. Man. Tony Tony Gonzalez to the Falcons were the dumbest. Yeah, well, yeah, that was one. Mm. That was the dumbest. That was the dumbest. Yeah. But I uh, didn't expect Tyreek Hill to be leaving Kansas anytime soon. But now uh, he's down there in warm weather, you know, in Miami or whatever. Uh, but I don't see the Chiefs making it into the playoffs. And I could be wrong. Mm. But until I see my boy Juju, yeah, he's still my boy. Don't get me wrong. You know. Until uh, I see what he got to offer. Yeah, they, uh, I don't see them mm. that far. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a big, that's a bold uh, prediction there, my man. Mm, he got to be bold. <laughs> he can't be italic, you know. Gotta be bold. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta say it with your chest. Right. <laughs> say it with your chest. <laughs> but uh I All yeah. right. So speaking of say it with your chest, um longtime supporter and one of my becoming one of my best friends since, since the day. <laughs> James Collins, longtime supporter podcast. He kind of went deep with his though. For his AFC contenders, he got the Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Patriots, Chargers, slash Ravens, if healthy. Um, for pretenders, you have the Dolphins, the Broncos, Titans, Jaguars, and Steelers. Now, yeah. I did my list yeah, before he did his. Don't even call me, Jane. Don't even talk to me. <laughs> for the NFC, he got the Rams, the Bucks, Saints. Wow. And the Packers hmm, and the Giants. He got the Saints as a contender the NFC? He got the Giants as a contender. <laughs> <laughs> and for the pretenders, he got the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Vikings, and the Eagles. He got the whole NFC East on lock. <laughs> Ain't nobody making it but the Giants. Huh? Ain't nobody making it. Well, the Giants gonna win it. I look. <laughs> uh, man, I ain't never pinning. I ain't never pinning all my my eggs in one bag with them. And I had them winning the whole NFC East. And man, they ain't, get... they ain't even win nothing. They couldn't. Man, I gave up on them mid season. One of my one of my boys here. They a franchise with money, and they couldn't buy a win. Man, they a giant playing like little people. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I mean, say the bigger they are, harder they fall. So anyway, uh. This was a great show, man. We we had a good time doing this, especially that Michael Jackson debate. And you know, it wasn't a debate. We kind of say yeah, that Michael Jackson is that dude. Yeah. 
Um, it's legendary. Of course, all day long. Every day. So, and, and twice on Sunday. So this is what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to go ahead and get in the after party. I, and I then too, I know a lot of y'all seen my Facebook post on, when I post that? Yesterday. Tuesday? Yesterday, uh-huh. yeah. You know, we all look, trying to get 150 by the end of the month. So y'all go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and hit me up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. If you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app. If you have an Android, do what you got to do. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> but yeah, and also y'all. Nah, all y'all. Yeah, all of y'all. Y'all come on now. They, they, they cheat now. I'm just saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> go ahead and come on to the after party, man. We be having a lot of stuff going on over there. Um, and again, thank you to everybody that support this podcast. Our old supporters. New supporters and future supporters. We thank you. And so, with that being said, this has been the Bat Port Sports Podcast with your boy Fonz. And we out. We out. Peace.